Coming up, folks, on Kings of the Rings podcast this week, it's out with the old and in with the new as Raw brings back all of the legends, and I don't think that's exactly how it goes. Also, Randy Orton, Randy Orton is actually going to be the newest member of the Be A Star campaign back on SmackDown. KO actually might have hurt himself. We return one of our favorite daddies. We're going to preview New Year's Evil in NXT. We're talking about the AEW tribute show, and oh yeah, there's that thing in Japan that happened called Wrestle Kingdom. All that and more coming up right now on Kings of the Rings podcast. Goldberg. Goldberg. Boberg, Boberg, Goldberg. Ladies and gentlemen, what is the greatest year ever? And we're right. We might be too right. Welcome to Kings of the Rings podcast and happy new year to you and yours of course i'm your host king ricky rose along with will tarot shock willie t the founder that mac militant with his spirit animal coming back this week on raw and of course obviously the hbic themselves agent k the kate murphy it's our first show of the new year and we've there's a lot of stuff to talk about. By the way, peep our new logo. It's gonna be it's gonna be a thing now. It's the it's the Gold Rush episode, or should we call it the Goldberg Rush episode? Because you can go and move into the future. You gotta look back at a whole bunch of legends. But where would I be right now without uh, my legend Willie T next to me? How I'm calling you a legend, Will. So be happy. Wow, that's yeah, a, a compliment. You know it's better than being a toaster. But I'm Will Tarashuk, T's and Thomas, A R A S H U K. Uh, Raw Legends Night was um. <laughs> disappointing <laughs> to say the least they didn't really do much i want to know what the fucking h phone is and where i can buy one to throw it in a river k murphy will you buy me <laughs> an h phone for my birthday okay it's coming up <laughs> good enough um that legends night so you know on how i met your mother one of like legend wait for it yeah i waited and 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 then goldberg showed up so so did it become dairy for you? Dairy. Dairy. <laughs> Legendary. I'm very happy. I mean, what do we expect from Legends Night? Like, this is, here's how I see Legends Night. It's like, uh, and Will, you're probably the only one that's going to get this. Um, it's like Old Timers Day at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. That's really what old. Yeah. Mean? Old Timers Day of the Century. Come out? Yeah, essentially, if, you know, yeah. if, if, if they're still alive. If they're still alive. Yogi Bear did it all the way up to his death. Yeah. Um, which is great. And old timers day is also one of the most one of the like the hardest tickets to get in for like a Yankee game ever. So what happens in old timers day is that all of the living legends, because Yankees have like a Hall of Famers at every position in baseball, uh, come back and they do a little like make they did they play a game for a little bit or do they not do the game anymore? I don't think any of them are allowed to play the game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so like it's it's like an ex. Extended, um, it they it's like an extended like pregame almost where they where they bring back all of the old players and sometimes they're in their like original uniforms and it's a cool little celebration of the past and it happens once a year. It's really cool. I've never been. I hear great things about it. Like I said, it's one of the hardest tickets to get to. That's how I feel. Like Ledge's Night is, which is which is also formerly known as Old School Raw. 
just one time they come back, it's good to see them, and they're not there anymore. Uh, but except except for Goldberg, because Goldberg is back, which I am not upset about, actually. But it was cool to see, like, Ron Simmons do the damn again. Teddy Long tried to put people in the match against The Undertaker. Um, the Boogeyman tried to be Cardi B. And uh, Tori Wilson's still really hot. Well, I, I missed I missed The Boogeyman and Tori Wilson. They were on Hulu you Raw know, Tuesday. The Boogeyman was so good. <laughs> Fucking, okay, so... There was a 24-7 spot where um, I didn't know Angel Garza was a 24-7 champion, by the way. He so beat that him was... earlier on in the show. Oh. Shows what I was... I don't even know what I was doing last night, honestly, during Raw. So Angel Garza has the title, and he's doing his Bachelor bullshit, which I'm still confused about to this day. So they recommend he go in a room. And he goes in the room, and there's the boogeyman. And then he gets scared, and then Archer... oh, you're you're missing you're missing a big part about this. Yeah, say so with, with the worms. What what did I, what did I miss? There were worms. So here's what happened. Of course, so, there were worms. Wow, what an so, yeah, right. Um, so what actually happened was, Tori Wilson is talking to somebody who is dressed like a jobber, but it's not a jobber at all. It's Nikki Cross. Be that as it may, um, Angel in his infinite wisdom and the rose that he uses with everybody goes and tries to hit on Tori Wilson and I'm honestly wouldn't blame him at all. Have you seen her? Um, she is fantastic. And she's like, well, no, but like if you go into that room, you know, it is legend night, but we did, but like there's a, you know, we, we brought, I brought some people with me. I brought Cardi B, yeah, you know, Ariana Grande. Um, who else did he say? Oh, one of the, uh, Chloe, no, was it not Kim? Chloe? Kylie Jenner. Oh, Kylie Jenner. Yeah. Kylie Jenner. It's also the, oh they're right in that room right there so he goes in and he thinks he's like and he's like and he's like Cardi B and she's like yes Cardi B and so he's like Cardi B is that you Cardi <laughs> and, Boogeyman yeah and it was it was Cardi Boogeyman and he's and Boogeyman's in like this really really ratchet ass wig and then he reveals himself as the Boogeyman and it it freaks Angel out and then he tries to back out of the room and he backs right into Archie who's there for a roll up win. This is this is what got Cardi B trending on wrestling Twitter, to the point where Cardi B is like, "Why is everybody talking about me in wrestling right now?" Yo, dead ass though. Cardi B and Lacey Evans are gonna fight in Mania. I'm calling yeah, and it. Cardi B is going to die. Yeah. <laughs> like, why B is talks. why was Lacey Evans the one that fucking worked Cardi B? Because Lacey Evans is good at her job and she's a fantastic heel. True. <laughs> she's very good at what she does um but yeah there was a lot of crazy stuff in legends night uh let's let's start let's start at the top uh we're getting goldberg versus drew mcintyre at the royal rumble i'm okay with this as long as goldberg's... i'm not as as, i am not goldberg's at all not in the rumble and as long as he loses yeah, like this the, this is this is worse than Sting having a tag team match. I I totally disagree. Sting he, signed a full time contract. I have no problem with Goldberg being in wrestling. I have no problem with him wrestling, but just like keep the man out of the title picture. What would you do with him then? Like here, here's the thing: it's either he's in the title picture, or he's giving somebody else like. Kind of like that that legend rub, yeah. Like Tris gave Charlotte, 
which you don't, which didn't need a title because it was Trish and Charlotte. Exactly. Although it should, have been, should have been Trish and Sasha. But here's my question to you: Who else would he face on that roster? Yeah, right now there really isn't anybody, unfortunately. They haven't built anyone up for Goldberg. I mean, the person you do build up is, I mean, Drew Drew is the right opponent for him. Honestly, if I'm being completely honest, it's just, I I just don't like it for the title. I'm sick of this man coming in every Mania season for the past three years and winning a title. Or three of the past four years. Was it three of the past four? Uh, He he took it off Bray last year. He took it off Bray and then He took it off off Kevin Owens. That was two four, years ago? four years ago. 2017. Yeah. 2017, and then he went up against uh he went up against Barack. Which is a great five minute with a five minute shit show of a match. Um so yeah, I mean if this is I, I would prefer this, especially if he loses, because I think he's going to lose because it makes sense. Um I prefer this than having somebody there like full time all the time that is totally passionate prime a la kind of like what Sting is doing. Like, these one-and-dones are fine, and I don't think it really hurts the product, and it's, you know, it's a big four pay-per-view. Marks have to realize that big fours aren't always for you. Correct. You know, yeah. and it, and be it, be it as it may, here, here's, here are things that are certain in life. Death, taxes, and Goldberg still getting, like, a pop. You're goddamn and, right. And still, Even if it's just me. And still being relevant. If it's still relevant and works, like we're you're popping for Goldberg in a negative way or or a good way, you pop for Sting. When The Rock comes back, yeah, we're all gonna lose our shit. Yeah, goddamn right, I'm gonna lose my shit. It's the fucking Rock. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and until we stop popping for these things, until we stop like being like, oh, Goldberg's back, I gotta watch now. Then we're not going to use them. But Goldberg is still a draw. Yeah, but at least More for so me, the casuals. my Goldberg pop is for the wrong reasons. You just like, like to see the world burn. Bro. Everyone's so mad. Wait, is so is Goldberg a daddy? <laughs> <laughs> the look on their face is, I can't tell if it's a yes or a no. It's like, I, it's I like think, they're thinking about it. That, no. sound, that sounded <laughs> like... I mean, it looked like a maybe real uh-uh. quick. It's, I think it's a no now. Ew. Ew, that's so gross. Listen, the man's in great shape for his age. That's all I gotta say. He is in great shape for his age. And the the reactions that he makes wrestling Twitter have is arousing. But he's not a daddy. I just That's like hard. seeing people upset and miserable. You know what I do like about Goldberg coming back more so than anything? He could finally cut a fucking promo. Oh, yeah, that was very enjoyable. It was, it was a pretty solid promo. It was out of nowhere, though. Like, I, don't, I can't think of Drew McIntyre ever being disrespectful to anybody, let alone Legends. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of like it's this weird old man syndrome kind of thing that they're going with. It's like so Goldberg. Like, do you watch the show? Like, no. <laughs> did you not you know, watch early was... in the night when him and Hulk Hogan did the poses and said, "What you gonna do, brother?" It's just like oh God, he was, he was such a child when he did the poses. I, he looked so happy, but like I hated every moment of that. Oh, that's every wrestler's dream. First of all, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like, it's like it made me think I of know. AJ last Legends night when AJ got the Mean Gene treatment, and he's like, "I always want to do this." Oh. That right, was, I mean, amazing. Yeah. It's like those moments, I'm totally cool with because it, it's every wrestler's dream to do it with Hulk Hogan. I don't care who you are, yeah. right? I mean, 
it's Hulk yeah. Hogan. Yeah, if I could flex with Hogan, I'd do it. Yeah, I'd, I'd say if I could oh, drink right. with Steve Austin, you fucking kidding me? I'll drink <laughs> as many IPAs as he wants me to. Yeah, if I can poop in somebody's gym bag with Randy Orton, of course I'm going to do Touching it. Touching cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> I can jump off a ladder with Jeff Hardy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Someone has I would to die. Yeah, <laughs> you you might still be living, Jeff. Well, I don't know. My legend is Jeff Hardy, so I'm gonna jump off ladders. Yeah, and, and Jeff Hardy and, had to die to the legend killer Randy Orton, who is apparently the new spokesperson for the Be a Star campaign. Yeah, what was that all about? <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he just went around like a like an '80s high school bully and just bullied everybody. Like, also, <laughs> why why do that to Mark? He's on a scooter. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Like... It was so good. Here's the thing: like, I, I, I did really, really enjoy it because Randy Orton was just, Randy Orton's doing some of the best work he's done in years this oh, this, yeah. this past agree. this past year. Um, but imagine being that legend. Like, imagine being Mark Henry. He's come back. Uh, what, you, what, you, what you got for me, Vince? And that's what he says. He's just like, oh. I. I read Add another zero, that, and we'll do it. <laughs> so, so Randall decimated every legend on Raw except for the Hulkster, and apparently the Hulkster will not allow that to happen. He was, he wait, was wait, not... Wait, wait, time the fuck out. How does he still have creative control? Because he's Hulk Hogan. No, no, I don't care. Okay? You were how? just fucking saying how Hulk Hogan, it's the fastest dream. I would flex yeah, with Hulk Hogan. That was Hogan. for fucking poses, not for creative control, okay? Ah, uh, Hulk Hogan. Wow, <laughs> Hulk. Hulk, please. So, Deadass, from what I saw online, he did not want Randall being mean to him. That's why Drew got to have his fanboy moment. Is because Hulk Hogan wants shit like that. Well, yeah. I mean, they're not going to put him with the Hurt Business. Plus, also, and this is probably also something to keep in mind. <laughs> oh that, did, that didn't slide under my radar. I picked it up real quick. Well, that's um, no, but... Part of the uh, probably one of the other reasons they don't want Randall bullying Hulk Hogan is because that's automatically going to turn him face with everyone that hates Hulk Hogan. I mean, to be honest, Randy's already a face in my book. I agree, he's a face in my heart. But like, fucking RKOing Hulk Hogan. I guess Randy Orton's a daddy now too. <laughs> no, dead ass. I had a huge crush on Randy Orton in high school. He was all over my notebook. It was Cena. <sighs> And Punk and Jeff and Trips and fucking You have Randy. quite the range there. I do. We really do. Yeah, I mean, Randy's Randy. I mean, Randy does have some compassion. He didn't kill Alexa, which was cool, I guess. Yeah, but he mutilated both of Jeffrey's ears last night, which I didn't appreciate at all. Listen, somebody's got to put Jeff out of his misery. Why do you want him out of wrestling so bad? It's 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 time. He can still go. No, he can't. They don't let him. No, it's because he can't. He can't. He swan-topped himself into the back of the steel steps. Yeah, and he hit his head on the steel steps. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. No, I'm not trusting this man's judgment. 
So they, they at least come with want... Riddle. Yeah, they at least if they want him, if he needs to retire, then let him retire better. This Hardy Bros is some bullshit. And it he... really, it really is some bullshit. It's, it's so too... stupid. <laughs> yeah. Can I sidebreak really quick? Yes, please. I fucking cannot with Matt Riddle anymore. He's awful. He he makes me not want to smoke weed anymore. Like he makes potheads look bad. <laughs> wait, wait, you're you're telling me the guy playing a pothead on TV is annoying the pothead on this podcast. Yes. Okay. It's not funny. Like it's not it's not he, funny. It's just a little ironic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is, it is kind like, of ironic. But you can do the stupid stoner thing well, like with Katami Chong. Leo on that '70s show is a gem. You know, okay. A few weeks ago, I would have agreed with you wholeheartedly. Like he was super annoying, but it's kind of growing on me a little bit. It's just little, little by little, it's getting over with me. It depends on the timing and depends on the person he's doing it with. Yeah, like when when he did it to Keith Lee during Raw. That was actually kind of funny because Keithley was annoyed by it. Yeah. The uh, the big show is just like, oh, this is weird. <laughs> that was really weird. Yeah. The big bro, the bro show. <laughs> but I, yeah. I, I do agree with you, Kay. Um, the Hardy Bros, it's just like mm-hmm. it's it's too close, it's too annoying, and it's just amount it's just enough of disrespect. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Did you guys All see what Matt Hardy said about it? He he put out a statement about it, or like a tweet he or something, made, or an, an like interview. An statement? No, like an act. I don't know. If he might have been on a podcast. He might have been a, a tweet, a Facebook post, or something. But he pretty I much said um, he's trying to confuse the Hardy Boys and the Hardy Bros. The fact that they're both named like the Jeff's partner is both named Matt, right? And like you know stuff like that. Like Vince is doing this on purpose to kind of muddy the waters. He's like upset that I left or something, something like that. I don't. I mean, I don't see Vince being upset that Matt Hardy left. But yeah, I don't think he I cared can, that much either. Yeah, I I can see him, you know, muddying the waters because that would make good marketing sense. Like he's, he's trying to confuse of, his own history, which is weird. You know, just conf, just confuse the fan base. Oh, yeah. oh Hardy bro shirt. That's like Hardy boys. Like trying to think like oh, trying to like pull a fast one, and it's gonna work. I hate to say yeah. it, it's going to work with the casuals. Disrespectful. It's a little disrespectful, but I, I don't I don't think this buries the Hardy Boys, though. No, no it doesn't. It doesn't. It, it, it Nothing can relevant. bury the Hardy Boys, but it's just stupid. But here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. Oh, you, you know, a casual's going to talk to a Mark, and the casual will be like, oh, man, oh, you watch wrestling? You know about those guys, the Hardy Bros, right? And Mark would be like, do you mean Hardy Boys? Oh my god! Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen, and that's how the Hardy Boys are going to remain relevant. Hardy Boys, because I don't accept Hardy Bros. Hardy Boys was Matt and Jeff Hardy. <laughs> it's just, Hardy, yeah, yeah. It, no, honestly, Ricky, it's it's you're right. It's, you're trying to make like you're trying to make casuals like kind of be interested. It's like, oh, I kind of know what that is it's with association. Then the marks just gonna be like, no, you fuck you, me, and it's just gonna turn people off. It's gonna be like, oh, you want to, oh, you watch, you want, you watch wrestling. 
Ooh, yeah, this conversation took a turn for the worst. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to my cubicle now. See you later, Ron. Right. Well, actually, <laughs> keep keeping on a topic of the marks. Um, I was doing an interview the other day. Um, the brand new podcast and the ambiguous podcast solution, the flagship show of ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com, uh, where podcasters interview other podcasters. It's my shameless plug. Um, Wrestling Act Radio people, I'm gonna reach out to you soon to actually schedule your interview. Um, but. Regardless, I was talking to this guy who is, works in radio, film, and like has an background in like obviously podcasting and that kind of industry. And he goes, it's interesting to me that the people who hate the product the most are the people who watch it the most and the people who interact with it the most. Oh, yeah. 100% he, he's like, he's like, because we even brought up wrestling in particular. It's like, I bet if you looked at the, like the people... Like like the the die like the people the diehards who love it the diehards who hate it the diehards who hate it probably watch more hours of content and consume more content than people that love it. You gotta feed the beast somehow. It's just so fucking crazy how human beings work like that. Yeah, you you gotta feed the beast. You it's not a more accurate statement I've ever heard when it comes to professional wrestling. So I'm talking to this girl and I was explaining I was talking to her about wrestling and. She, I was talking to her about how how stupid it is, and then I mentioned that I have a podcast. She goes, "Oh, what do you podcast about?" And she goes, "Rest." I'm like, "Wrestling." She goes, "I thought you don't like wrestling." I'm like, "Oh, I love <laughs> wrestling." And she goes, "Wait, what?" I'm like, "She goes, but you said wrestling's dumb." I'm like, "I did, and I love it. <laughs> I do <Yeah>. quite consistently." <laughs> and I said, "I'm like, look, I'm like, I love wrestling. I'm like, but I am the first to admit it's not good all the time." Yeah. Well, I also had another epiphany I've been doing research on, and last night I just completely confirmed it. Mm-hmm. I really, 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 I mean, really enjoy watching wrestling when I'm just fucking baked out of my mind. I like, agree. Like, wrestling is so great when you're high, because, like, I was obviously I was watching it last night, um, and I was watching 96. Um, I had a third epiphany, which I'll talk to you guys about later. But um, I, I was watching 96 okay. wrestling, and I was just like, when I'm watching this really high, it makes me think like I'm watching it for the first time again. Like, you like, well, back, like, back in 1996, like, I kind of felt like I was you're watching right, it. Though. Like, I didn't know what was happening. Or even better yet. <laughs> you're like a virgin. I was watching it. Well, because I, I, I watch it in hindsight when I, like, I know what's going to happen. So I go thinking, like, is this, is this actually good? Because, and like, or how WWE writes history, because Quick Sideberg. Um, it's it was the go home show for Survivor Series 1996, and you know, they make this whole big deal that The Rock debuted at Survivor Series, and yet The Rock is on TV doing absolutely nothing, saying absolutely nothing in front of the live crowd, the Monday Night Raw beforehand. Didn't they have vignettes for him too? They had one vignette for him on the go home show. So is this like? You kind of botched the Rock debut in revisionist history. It's just like the Rock debuted and it was this big thing, or Stone Cold Steve Austin, where um, they say that his 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 um, big breakout segment was the Austin three sixteen promo and shirts when the signs were in the crowd the next night. And watching back, it's just like, no, they weren't. <laughs> they weren't. <laughs> and like Austin was a slow burn since King of the Ring, and in my opinion, what really got him over as the next big thing. Well, one is his feud with Bret Hart going in his Survivor Series and then WrestleMania. But it's the Pillman's got a gun angle. Cause that was the oh. week that was the week oh. prior. 
And it's got a gun was fantastic. Again, I'm watching this with hindsight being like, okay, what really got him over? And I think that that segment, it was just that was like rockets engaging, ready to blast off. So yeah, yeah that, that, I mean, that's my sideberg. And again, I watched it when I was born. Fortunately, suspending disbelief. That was fan. That I I I love the pill has got a gun angle. It was, it was the perfect thing for that time, uh, of in in television. And it really Fuck it, it really was like that whole food was kind of just time filler. It was just it was just filler because Bret Hart came back and cut an in ring promo for like five minutes with Jr. And then you don't see him on TV again until Survivor Series. So you don't him and Austin don't interact, but their 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 build is just through amazing video packages. You know they re- they really need to do like Pillman's got a gun and do it for like Lacey and Charlotte <laughs> because Lacey is totally trying to get with Charlotte's dad. Which <laughs> Lacey, is kind of- Lacey's got spray tan. <laughs> <laughs> no, cut the feed. <laughs> well, Lacey being Marine, it would be totally like it it would be totally like believable. Like Lacey's got a gun. <laughs> no, you could never show a gun on WWE television ever again. Yeah, the mm. cops that the rent a cops they hire can't even have guns. Well, yeah, because they're they're also WW they're also you know local talent. I know, but I'm saying if you actually like, if you want to suspend if you want to actually believe go this believability if you want to say the actual police. Oh, when they oh when they do the police police. Yeah, act. I'm not saying security. I'm saying actual police. Oh yeah, we're not allowed to have guns. That's yeah. I totally. I like I never thought about that. Like when Becky gets when Becky got arrested, I bet all those cops didn't have guns. Oh yeah, definitely not. Forgot Becky got arrested. <laughs> That's a, that's one of my I love that segment. It's a it's a dumpster fire when I first saw it, but like it holds it it holds true. I miss her. I miss her so much. She, she'll soon maybe ish. Maybe she's wearing the rumble, baby. You know what I noticed Again? though? Again. Side, can I sideberg on the sideberg? Uh, I mean, this is the Goldberg episode. We're just gonna sideberg like all like okay. all over the place. But we do so have to get I'm the sideberg. Do have to get the SmackDown. This is a quick sideberg off the sideberg. So I noticed while I was baked yesterday that WWE was posting a lot of Becky and Seth content on Facebook. Like out of nowhere. And it was weird. And I feel like they're trying. <laughs> yeah, they're getting the woo on. <laughs> they got the woo on and now they got yes, the woo. They're getting the woo on now. Um, yeah, I feel like. <laughs> They're trying to hide clues in plain sight. Oh, WWE does that all the time. I know. It's just all about who gets, when you find out somebody gets new merchandise, you're like, oh, something's happening. Yep. All the time. But somebody who actually just got new merchandise was Kevin Owens, but we're not seeing him for a long time. Why? Oh, no. He legit hurt himself. What do you mean? I didn't watch SmackDown. Oh, uh, oh! It was Roman. it was it was. I'm gonna have to soundbite next week, but it was great. Yeah, Roman threw him off the Thunderdome. What? Yeah, they battled into the Thunderdome, and in my head, and maybe it's just me because I'm too much of a techie, probably like you will. I was like, those are expensive screens, right? Like, what do we do? <laughs> like, oh my what god, do we do with the screens? dude! What do you mean? He has a spinal. The... He has a spinal contusion and bruised kidneys. Yeah, he's 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 gone <laughs> for a while. <laughs> what? 
Yeah, Lana's coming back quicker than KO at this moment, and Lana's fucked up if you've seen her pictures. I did. That I saw. Yeah, uh, which is a shame because KO is doing great work with Roman. And granted, it was the feud ender to start off a new year. It didn't have to be quite that literal, though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't have to be. There's a, like, have you seen Kale's new merch? I'm going to look right now. It's Kale versus... I'll have our intern Freckles go on the job. It's Kale versus the world is the name of a shirt, and it's Kevin Owens giving the stunner to a globe. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. That's just stupid enough to buy. (laughs) Listen, I'm going to buy the Sami Zayn shirt. That little, like... Stick figure stick drawing. Figure? Yes, I'll I'll give I'll give an I'll give an applause to, to WWE's marketing in their in their merch team because they are they're a bunch of marks and they know what marks like. <laughs> There's the new Jeff poster. Speaking of things, the marks like oh my god, this Kevin Owens shirt. Are we kidding? Yeah, no, I'm it's KO versus the world. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic, and I, I feel bad for KO because he was doing well. And him and Roman had something great going, and now, like, who's Roman facing at, at the freaking Rumble now? Oh, when you were in the bathroom before or whatever, I had a theory about my boy Goldberg. I, so, I mean, I mean, he's not, we're, we're, we're off the Goldberg train, but this is, this is kind of a Goldberg show. We don't stop. So Goldberg is going to have his match before the men's rumble, lose the match, put himself in the rumble, win, challenge Roro. Wow, what an asshole. Mir Goldberg. 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 <laughs> no, it, no, not maybe like 10 years ago that would have happened. Would have been I want it so bad. It's <laughs> going to make people so angry. And then Eva Marie will <laughs> debut in the women's rumble. <laughs> Apparently she's been at the PC. Apparently she was at Raw. I'm waiting. You can't hide that red hair for long. No. Even if it is on Raw, you can't hide that red hair. Um, which is fine. I'm I'm all down for an Eva Marie return. I want to see the world brand. If we're not going to get Carlito on Legends Night, I want Eva Marie back. Damn yeah, it. Yeah, where was Carlito? Spit in the face of everybody who didn't get Carlito there. Anywho, so KO's done. Um, however... Mix Murphy. I know you didn't watch SmackDown, but I had to break it to you because I couldn't hold it in. You were going to find out, and I want to be the first to let you know that Daddy's, Daddy's back. Home. Daddy's, Daddy's home. back. And honestly, what it, it was the it's the clip I showed you, Kay, is the only thing that happened. Yeah, it was really her. weird. They just had her walking down a hallway, and we're talking about Sonya Deville, by the way. Perfectly. Yeah, it worked That's perfectly. Great. I like, how, I like how Corey Graves is like recently reinstated. I was like, ha ha, yeah. I was like, I was like, wasn't this a loser leaves wrestling match? <laughs> um, did she walk down a hallway to Goldberg's music? No, no, um, no. She, she. I can she cut walked... that though. <laughs> 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 well, she walks down a hallway full of all the wrestling, full of all the roster. And they're just like talking to me, like Billy Kay's talking to Corbin and his goons for some reason, like showing off her freaking resume. And like she passes by like Big E, but like she's in her all black Kylo Ren suit, just walking down. And so, and Daddy's back. And 
I thought they were going to save it for the Rumble, but I like this more. Build up Sonya for a big moment at the Rumble. Oh, give her a title shot. Oh, I love that SmackDown Women's Division. They're fun right now. I just don't like the sommelier because I think he's an idiot. I agree. Yeah, it's, again, like, that poor game, like, Sasha has to, I mean, how, Sasha beating him up. I know it's wrestling and she's and she's a top face and it's wrestling, but it's like, I can't suspend my disbelief that much. He's twice the size of her. At least, at least like an Ellsworth, it's like believable, or like a Marco, uh, Marco Stunt, or a Hornswoggle, or Ellsworth again. Hornswoggle's been beat up enough. Yeah, that's fair. But like if it's, <laughs> if it was like a Colin Delaney, <laughs> like this, this guy, this guy is like, he's a, he's a big guy. He's a PC performer. Yeah. Poor guy. I, I, I say it like it's really bad, like he's part of like the PC police from South Park, but like he's in the performance <laughs> center. When I say PC performer, he's in the performance <laughs> center. He hasn't debuted on NXT yet. I just wanted to clarify that and be completely PC for a PC guy. I just hate the way he dresses. Like, what? I, I don't know what, what he was doing. And like, I don't know. He just seems weird. He's like a sommelier, but doesn't bring champagne. And then now he's flipping around and he like, he does have like the best spot in all of wrestling. He doesn't get a name. He shows up on SmackDown and he gets his ass beat. And he gets to catch women in the air. Like he probably is like the, the, um, like the talk of the town. Like, oh, what did Reginald do today on SmackDown? (laughs) Reggie. Reggie. Ravage is calling the sommelier. Whatever. Everybody's getting name changes on SmackDown. Ziggler and Rude have a name now. They are what? The, yeah. They they are now called the Dirty Dogs. What? Oh yeah. What the fuck is that? They got shirts and everything for Dirty Dogs. No, they don't. No, they don't. Hold on. I'm. Right. I've fallen down right. like a. I'm on a uh, like I'm on the shop. But like I've fallen down a hole. <laughs> of dirty dogs. Um, I'm oh, trying to find show title. And you could play Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. Dirty Dolph and Bobby Rude. <laughs> dirty <laughs> Dolph and Robert Rude. Ha! No oh thank you. Oh my god! Sounds like a bad techno song. Wait, where are their dirty dog shirts? I didn't say there were dirty dog shirts. I said they are now named the dirty dogs. They call themselves dirty dogs. I thought you said there was a shirt, so I'm like on the shop looking no. and I'm like, there's no, no, there's no. no shirt. No, not that I know of yet. There's but no they shirt, were wearing, but... They were wearing dirty dog shirts on SmackDown. I found a Dolph Ziggler shirt I want. <laughs> D-A-W-G-S for dogs, by the way. I hate everything about all of those words. <laughs> What the I found the Dolph Ziggler shirt I like. It's hot that pink. that you know, that too. Listen to this shit. It's hot pink. It has a cartoon Dolph on it. And it should have been, been me. I have the I I had the it should have been me shirt. I probably recycled it. Yeah, but we're getting we're getting Dirty Dogs versus Street Profits uh, next week on SmackDown, which is going to be fine. And the last thing about SmackDown before we go to break is I hate to say it, but like kind of like how Matt Riddle. Uh, Billy Kay is Billy Kay's fucking funny. <laughs> she just walked down to the ring with them. <laughs> it was I almost feel bad, but it was pretty funny, not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. I didn't hate it as much as I should have. <laughs> yeah. 
Like she's she's supposed to like it's you you think from like a logical perspective like she's floundering. And she might be floundering, but she's making the a, she's making the best of a really shitty situation. She's she's trying. You yeah. have to. Yeah, she's she's trying hard, and, I, and she's doing better than Peyton, even though Peyton just pinned Charlotte on Raw. They let that happen. Peyton pinned Charlotte with the help of Ric Flair. Yeah, it was weird. weird. Charlotte got right in Flair's face again, and was oh, just that like, "I saw." That, yeah, I was she, just like, "Damn." I don't know. I missed. <laughs> Poor Andrade. All I did Rick lost the match, and then Rick and, and then Charlotte was yelling at Rick. Yeah, so Rick accidentally not, cost him, and, cost him the match. Yeah, and not one tear from Rick. Okay, Charlotte got in his face, and he didn't fucking cry. Randy got in his face, and he didn't fucking cry. That man was not Ric Flair. That is an imposter. That is an android. Dude, that he was trying. Organism. He was trying. There was too much plastic in his face. He wasn't drunk. Not, that is a cybernetic you know, organism. You know, Ric Kay's Flair. right. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't drunk. He wasn't drunk on Raw. That I can tell you. I didn't, I didn't pay attention to Raw that much, but I can tell you certainly Ric Flair was not blacked out drunk like he is on every other Legends night. So yeah, Rick Flair just has a thing for blondes. Then he just went after he saw Lacey and just all about it. Listen, I love Lacey versus Charlotte. I think it's going to be a fantastic match of the blondes. Mm-hmm. You know, she's the next to Charlotte. Lacey's the best blonde on Raw. Yeah, trying to think of yeah. other blondes on Raw. <laughs> Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke. Oh yeah, Alexa. Yeah. No blonde men. Uh, no, I don't think there are any blonde men. Yeah, Matt Riddle. Yeah. Uh, Matt we Riddle. don't care about Matt Riddle in this house. Listen, Matt Riddle is not Jackson Riker. Okay. Ugh. <laughs> Which he should never try to hit AJ with the guitar again. I didn't know almost as leg could get up that high either yeah he's he's, he's scary he's scary mm-hmm. he, he's, he's so scary he's so scary he let's like good thing he didn't choose ufc <laughs> he probably physically oh couldn't he's probably too big <laughs> and then you realize he was the giant ninja in the, i know uh... <laughs> that is really funny he went from giant ninja to uh to the doorman for Raw Underground. Yo, I miss Raw Underground, low key. Me too. I, I do I do miss Raw Underground. It was really good. Um to now to now AJ's AJ's really interesting bodyguard. Be that as it may, Billy Kay's still fucking funny. And I'm interested to see where this goes and how she can evolve this. Yeah. But who knows? Who knows? So we got Legends Night. Smackdown. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go, before we go to break, we didn't talk All about right, the, right. we, didn't, we didn't talk about the Miz. What else is there to talk about? He's awesome. He got the briefcase. Yeah, back. we didn't talk about him getting the briefcase back. Didn't we talk about that last? Oh, we. We, we said he was going to get over. it back. Now he got it because last week we did like a year retrospective, right? Oh, oh yeah, but right. he, had, he had just gotten it back. Oh yeah. yeah. Thank Hooray. God. <laughs> I'm gonna also I'm gonna also second that. Thank God. Yeah. Thank goodness, and they set it up real fucking well. They set it up real well. He was down on his luck. He just lost clean. So who, he lost clean to Grandma to leak. I think so, yeah. Talk, yeah, who we're going to talk about at New Year's Eve because he's having a great fucking last couple of weeks. And 
Adam Pearce is like, no, yeah, you're absolutely right. The, the logic worked out in your favor in wrestling. <laughs> Only the money in the bank person can cash it and no one can cash it for you. Here you go. And the best part about that was him and Morrison started dancing like they were eight years old on Christmas Day. Dude, they were humping. Morrison was humping the guardrail, like the handrail, <laughs> on fucking television. The Miz was air humping the air. It was just like, what? I was just honestly, I was just sitting there thinking the producers is not cutting them. He's just gonna have them keep going. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> you're not, you're not off the air yet, big guy. Keep it coming. There's, there's this guy in the back like going, more, more. <laughs> <laughs> and they're over there they're over there literally just dancing like fucking <laughs> seriously it's fucking incredible yeah, yeah thank god the Miz is the best wild card going into rumble and mania season yeah I'm happy he has it saved saved the legacy of the briefcase yeah. um they shouldn't have had him cash in that was just stupid well they had Morrison cash in so it's fine oh fuck you <laughs> and it's fine. The Miz is going to turn on Morrison, and whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, hey! I really like John Morrison. I I like Morrison too. Morrison is comedic genius. This time, his around. comedic timing has improved severely over the past few months. <laughs> yeah, his comedic timing is fantastic. Um, but it's going to have to happen. Miz is going to go out on his own, and he's going to cash in, and it's going to be great. We can talk about cash-ins and Rumble opponents and what's going to happen when and when the hell Miz is going to be champion because this exactly might happen. In a perfect world, Goldberg beats Drew Miz. I was just going to say, I know what's going to happen. And watch the world Oh my world God, I'm texting Mance. I'm texting Mance right now. You go yeah. text Mance. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to talk about New Year's Evil and predict the show, but you've already watched because the show is coming out on Thursday. Then we're going to talk about AEW and Russell Kingdom real quick. So all of that when we come back. Hey, peeps, this is Mr. Fretz from the Game Changer Podcast. Bow down and kiss the feet of royalty because you are listening to the Kings of the Rings podcast right here on WrestleLotic Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast. T-shirts and v-necks and sweatshirts and stickers, hoodies and tote bags and socks. Sorry, Gate. <laughs> blankets and pillows and onesies for babies, face masks, fanny packs, mugs from YLP, Willie T, and King Ricky Rosé. Plus Kate Murphy, the HBIC, Mr. Fretz and Nate. And don't forget our delightful friend, the one and only Mance. Cause we are war with the Teespring store, please give our merch a chance. What's up guys, this is Mance Chapel, the Monday Night Delight, and you're listening to the Kings of the Rings podcast only on Wrestle Addict Radio. The cure for the Common Wrestling Podcast. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, Kings of the Rings podcast exclusively here on WrestleMania Radio. King Ricky Rose, the K Murphy, Willie T on, I guess, the ones and twos since you're the fucking soundboard guy now. Uh, so it is the new year and NXT promised us a crazy way to kick off a new year. And we're about to get it. New Year's Evil hosted by the mute man himself, Dexter Loomis who is a fantastic artist, Rob Schamberger, eat your heart out. Um, it's these, This is a TakeOver-like show. This is TakeOver in disguise. Um, and from right now, from what I can see, from what I've gathered, um, 
as we're as we're recording this on Tuesday, the episode already happened by the time you listen to this. Uh, so we're you're kind of looking back in time right now as to what we think is going to happen. We probably already got it wrong, but you're going to be able to judge of that when you listen to this. Um, I'm very excited for this. I am very, very excited for this for multiple reasons. The first one being Grand Montalik is finally doing something. He's going up against Escobar for the Cruiserweight title. I can see this kicking off the show or them sneaking it somewhere in the middle. Beeman has made that's the match we're going to start with as we kind of, you know, move down this card. Um, who do you got, Kay? I think we're going to have a new champion. I'm fine with that. I don't know. I feel like they could do something fresh and like give him a good momentum because he doesn't typically get that, you know. He doesn't. And if you and if you remember Grand Madalik from a CWC, well, he's unreal. He's a very talented, um, a like a, a big thing. At least in my opinion, to why he isn't a bigger megastar is because he doesn't speak English. Um, at least, at least not very well. And you can say what you want about it. Um, Vin, it's probably it's probably hard for Vince to one relate with that because he's still the boss. Um, he's probably doesn't can't a hard time relating to that kind of wrestling. But it's it's hard it's hard for him to be marketable when you have that language barrier. No matter how good you are, it's it's that's a thing. It's a kind of the same thing with Shinsuke. Yeah, it's it's not. I think for with the English thing. It's not more. It's not really about what you can do in the ring because that kind of speaks for itself. But when you're a top person in WWE, if you've seen any of her documentaries, especially I remember a Cena documentary that he did years back. It's the media that you have to cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, like if he could just do like you know maybe like Spanish speaking media, he'd probably excel. Probably definitely do really fucking well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but he has to. You know do a world media all the time. And that's, you know, calling in the radio shows, American radio shows, and calling into other shows around the world where, and even around the world, you know, you're, you're for some reason, this is how it's been, you're connecting language, like universal language per se, is English. You know, and if you, you, if you can't, people talk, People talk English when they do business, when they do businesses with other countries. That's the that's kind of the way, you know, business is discussed is through English. And if you can't do that, you're it's not it's not gonna Vince isn't gonna trust you or not or not want to push you because it's it's not just what you can do in the ring, it's how you can promote the company too. Be it as a mate, NXT is the perfect spot for him. Lindsay Dorado, the perfect mouthpiece for him as well. And I could see him winning. They got to do something with them. Lucha House Party is kind of not doing anything. If the NXT Lucha rumors are true, this is a great way to do it. Yeah, agreed. It's a good introduction, for sure. I mean, yeah. NXT is the place for him to be. Um, it's, Absolutely. It's Mark Heaven, and there's, those are the, the people in NXT are the people who want to see him. Um, because he yeah. is insanely talented. He can do things I've never seen before. Um, so I, I do, I do hope he wins. Yeah. I mean, I love, I do like Escobar. But I, they I aren't doing anything fantastic. though. Not, not, doing, not on NXT at least. Yeah. He's doing more on 205 Live. He's running wild on that. 
uh, which is fine because when 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 he's when he gets brought out of NXT, he's going to blow up. I think he's got a great look. He's got a he he can cut a damn good promo. He plays like the heel mafia boss really well, and I think the, and he's and he's got a great size to him. It's I a think it's a great act. It's a great act. Yeah. It's a shame they're not using him more in NXT because there's room for him. There is now, yes. He he's and and with the cruiserweight title, he's a great mid card. Fantastic mid card. Kay, you are really happy right now. What is going on? Danielle has landed. She's in New York. Oh, I thought this was wrestling related. All right, never mind. No! Let's go. <laughs> Moving on while 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 Kay gets their shit together, uh, let's move on to the next match, which I'm very excited about just for the entrances, but also the match as well. Damian Priest versus uh, Karrion Cross in his return match. Oh, it's going to be really good. Like, match of the night, perhaps? It's not going to be. It could be. Oh, no, it's not. It's not. I can tell you that right now. Is it Finn? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe as well. But I'm just I'm just happy to see Scarlett Bordeaux back in any way, shape, or form. Um and Cross and Priest have the makings to be a crazy match. Cross is winning. Oh, for sure. It's gonna you be know. a bloodbath though. He's, these two are gonna it's gonna he's gonna beat the shit out of each other, or as JR would say. <laughs> Absolutely, and Scarlett's just gonna look fantastic. Oh, just yeah, hubba, hubba. God, lucky man, you cross, lucky man. I'm just excited for that entrance. We haven't seen a proper carrion cross and Scarlett entrance since Takeover 30. It's long overdue. It's the best entrance in all of wrestling, hands down. But Cody Rhodes is 20 minute in. No, it, it is it is a great <laughs> entrance, but this is me nitpicking. I think it's it's too much for every single time. I understand that. Like it it has that big feel, but it's like how are you gonna top that at a pay per view? <laughs> you're gonna top that on mania. That's what I mean. She's gonna she's gonna be going fall and they gotta they gotta play fall and play on a loop just so she can walk out of the <laughs> ring. <laughs> can you imagine they got that remember that really long ramp from a couple years ago? Uh, Fall and pray on that. The Mania 32 round? Yeah. No, 33. 33. 33, the, the one yeah. that never ended. The 70 yard ramp. The one yep. that didn't let take a walk. <laughs> 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 like, no, you go through the middle. <laughs> we do not have time for this. It's a five hour show already. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be great. I'm so excited for this. And then what they teased as well, they're not in a match per se, but we are going to get Boa and Zia Lee finally returning. They graduated, I guess. Yay. <laughs> and they're coming back. I don't know what they're going to do, what they're going to look like, who that leader was in the face paint, if it was anybody. I'm hoping it's Miko Satomura hoping but that's the wild card of this whole thing we don't know what the fuck they're gonna do what if it's Eva Marie okay it's not Eva Marie uh, I just can't wait for Boa just to beat the shit out of Velveteen Dream <laughs> yeah I support it 
you know what? This this would be a great feud to bring back heel Velveteen in like full force. Like, what if Velveteen does like a whole spoof on those promos? Yeah, no, you can't have him being whipped with something. Yes, you can. <laughs> Yes, you can. That's what I'm picturing. <laughs> I really want to like With Velveteen like, Dream again. I'm not going to lie. I want to like Velveteen Dream again. I guess it's, it's, it's hard. It, it's, it's, very hard. it's very hard. It's stale. It's very hard. His character's stale. It's just he, there's there's nothing for him in NXT right now. He needs just some sort of feel. Like, for a while, it was hard to cheer on Austin Theory, but they put him with Johnny and the Garganos. And Austin Theory is one of the funniest people in the world. It's weird. It's a weird position to see him in because, like, we've only seen him in Evolve as a top guy, as this monster talented guy. And it's like, it's 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 just it's weird. It's not bad. I do enjoy it. It's just it's not what I expected, and it's it's weird to me. Him with the protein, with the giant thing of, like, protein mix. The whey protein powder. The whey protein. <laughs> Again, it was it was just stupid enough to be funny. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's totally Gargano humor, too, and it's so fucking funny. It's so fucking funny. They're not even, like, really booked on this card for right now that I'm, that I'm aware of. Um, but the, other, the two biggest matches on this card... And my match that is going to steal the show. It's not going to be the main event, but it is going to tear down the house. Raquel versus Rhea. In the last the last woman standing match. Did anybody see that promo video that they put together? I did not. It's one of my favorite promo videos I've ever seen. It is so good. It ties in how they came into NXT together... And how they were like sisters, and apparently they even have matching tattoos. Do they really? Mm-hmm. And oh, they wow. use they use the matching tattoo to do like the the like the uh to morph it into like their little symbol for the match. Oh wow. That's really cool. It is it is really, really epic. I'm so excited for this. I am. Oh, we also have the fight pit, but I'm very, very excited for this. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it really just clicked in my head. Like, what else is there? Um, the fight yeah. pit. I'm very excited for this match, but I, I do. I want to tell you this, Kay. I think Raquel sends Rhea packing. Yeah, I agree. I don't want it to happen because I'm such a Rhea mark, but she's going to win. I think Raquel has to win. Yeah. You send Rhea, like, this is Rhea's swan song. And what better way to go than than have your best friend beat you on the way mm-hmm. out? Get your best friend over. Rhea, the next time you're going to see Rhea's in the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's going to eliminate Charlotte. I hope so. Yep. You know, I don't. Um, I don't see Rhea winning, though. Unfortunately, I don't either. But she will get a moment, as she deserves. But I, I think that's how you got to do this. Yeah, you, you, you have a hell of a, you have a hell of a match on your way out. You get your best friend over. You show up at the rumble, and you start boogieing from there. And since she's blonde, she's gonna be on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> 
dirty blonde. Dead ass, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's blonde got to be on Raw. And what I just remember before I talked about the whole thing is the fight pit. So we saw, we have Thatcher versus Ciampa in a fight pit. Will your favorite probably gimmick match of the last two years? I don't know why when, like, when they said fight pit, I was thinking of the lion's den. It's the same concept. It's the same concept. The, the fight pit is what uh, Riddle was in right before he left. It was Riddle Swan mm-hmm. Song, yeah, Riddle. And yeah, Patrick. that thing just looks really cool for for <laughs> without an audience. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they're gonna do it with an audience. Yeah, probably the same thing when they did the uh, when they did War Games. It's, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard for them to see, but uh, yeah, it's it's like a. Well, that's what they call it, the fight pit. I guess it reminds me of like a, like, a, like, a, like a prison scene. Yeah. Yeah, and the only way to win is by submission or TKO. Yeah, it's... God, it's so clever. Yeah. Paul, you did it again, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no escaping the cage because there's no fucking door. <laughs> you know? It's either you knock your opponent out or you make them tap out. Or you knock them... On, it, oh. It's a beautiful concept. Thatcher should be undefeated in the fight pit. It's going to anger a lot of Ciampa fans, but Thatcher should be undefeated in the fight pit. I agree. Like, if we are not going to... Like, Ciampa doesn't need the win, obviously, but you need you need to bring Thatcher... You need to get Thatcher as over as possible because Ciampa's going to be gone soon, I think, as well. Do you think he's going to a different show? Do you think he's leaving? I think he's going to go to a different show. I think he, he I think he has the Rhea thing to happen to him. Mm-hmm. He gets taken out in this, and then he shows up again in the Rumble. Ooh. I like it. Might as well. It's a great time to, tra- to transition new people. It's like the, it's Rumble, like right re- leading into the Rumble, and then right after me is when you can bring in, bring in people and, and swipe people around and do all of that shape-shifting and stuff. But last but not least... Obviously, the main event, O'Reilly versus Balor 2. Honestly, this can go a ton of different ways. And I don't know which way it's going to go. Uh, I think Finn still got it. Um, they're gonna, they're gonna, they want that Karrion Cross-Finn Balor match, I think. I agree. Can you imagine those entrances? Oh, I hope it's yes. a demon. Yeah, when are they going to bring the demon back, if ever? It's not the demon, it's the prince. Prince, God, I fucking prince hate, demon. I hate that. Prince, <laughs> prince, prince McDemon. <laughs> but is the demon, like, dead completely? That's what he makes it seem like. Yeah. Or, like, do we really need, like, a very special, extenuating circumstance? Or does he have to get his ass beat really badly enough by someone Karrion Cross could do the job in order to bring the demon back. Here's my problem with the demon. As much as I love the demon, I'm a big demon fan. I love demon fan. It's one of magical entrance, very underutilized um, during his raw run. Um, but if the demon comes out, Finn has to win. Yeah, and I don't know if I want that to happen to Karrion. Why? I mean, they made Karrion Cross a star on entrance alone. I'll give you that. Karrion can handle the loss. He'll be fine. Can he, though? Yeah. 
how many significant wins in NXT has Karrion Cross actually had? He he's destroyed a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm personally his wrestling. He's to me, he's just an entrance. Honestly, he's very blah in the ring, and the Keith Lee mm-hmm. and Karrion Cross match kind of proved it. In the whole TikTok yeah. thing, it's just ugh, I don't care. Whatever, dude. TikTok, not the app. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he One should of the say. Songs. Yeah, right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. So I, I that's what I'm saying. If if Finn brings out the demon on Cross, if pending Finn wins, okay. If Finn brings out the demon on Cross, and then Cross gets destroyed by the demon, which the demon does to tons of people, where does that leave Cross? It's a great entrance. How do you rebuild that guy again? Plus, he just came back. Like, I don't know how you... Like, it makes sense. But it also would make sense if O'Reilly won and Cross went, Cross went up against O'Reilly, too. Well, him and Cross could be the uh, the Mania match. Takeover Mania match. Cross and O'Reilly? Cross and Finn. That's true. That's true, but I I, I don't... <laughs> We're also we're also you know talking like O'Reilly doesn't have a chance in this match, and I think he does. Yeah, he does, but I don't think he's gonna win. Sorry, y'all, I'm tired. Um, I I, I just can't see him as NXT champion personally. I can. I just don't think not now. I really want now win. I don't know, but either way, I want Kyle O'Reilly and. And Adam Cole to have a, a feud for the title. That's what I want really bad. That is a good way to break up the undisputed era. Bring up the un- break up the undisputed era and have them go their separate ways. That's what I want. I want Adam and Kyle for the fucking title. But what's frustrating is if this whole ca- if Karen Cross weren't back. If that were a factor in this role, I would have Kyle O'Reilly winning at New Year's Evil, and then Adam Cole and the Undisputed Era come out to you know congratulate their buddy and cheer him on. Then Adam Cole is gonna fucking turn on Kyle because he wants his title back. <laughs> fishing, fishing, uh, Ka- Roddy got a hold on his shoulders. Yeah, Adam Cole gonna thumbs yeah. up, thumbs up, yeah. and then thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, yes, thumbs down. <laughs> Please. Thumbs down. <laughs> it just sucks. That, that's for me and you, Ricky. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It just sucks because Karen Cross ruins all of that greatness. Karen Cross didn't get his run as NXT champion like he should have gotten. No, he didn't. And that, that is the wild card. You, you have to fix that. Yeah. That, that's, that's the issue. Yeah. You know, but but also, how long was he champion? Oh, a day, uh, what, what, a day? day, day. Yeah, he got injured in the Keith Lee match. Yeah, yeah. So it was like a day. Like I but, didn't remember if my memory of him being champion for a day was legit or me like hyperbolizing how he got the Finn treatment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Winner gets <laughs> winner of Finn versus Cross gets gets. Bubble wrapped until their next title defense. <laughs> <laughs> Don't move. 
Yeah. Oh my god. You know, but you know what it is? The, on the flip side, O'Reilly's hot right now. Like he's on a good streak. And I don't want to see that end. Cause next to Bobby Fish, he's like the forgotten member of Undisputed Era. He was until recently. Yeah, and so like, what do you, what do you do with that? Like, he's he's great now. Does he go out on his own? Does he become the lead? He can win, and then you have that infighting with the Undisputed, and that's a great story there as well. That is a great story. You know that that's totally that's totally possible. It's a hundred percent possible. You know, it, it there's a there's a lot of ways you can go over to go with it, and that's a good place to be, especially for the NXT title scene. What are you gonna do when? And the best part about it is they're gonna kick each other's ass. Again, and it's gonna be great. That'll probably end up like everyone's match of the year list in twenty twenty one. The first one, the first one was match of the year worthy. Holy shit! Mm -hmm. You know, I don't. I I expect the second one to hopefully be good. You know what they say about sequels and and movies? Well, never as good as the original. Yeah. So actually, no, no, the book is better. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, yes. Um. So yeah, that's New Year's Evil for what we know about it. Uh, I know it's it's a TV special, but it's a takeover. Just we'll call it call a spade a spade. It's a takeover. I'm 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 gonna give this full. Oh no, we're doing Crown System. All right, I was gonna give it stars. Jesus Christ, my Meltzer. Um. How dare you? What show are yeah. you on? Oh my god, my god! I think I'm on The Observer. Um. <laughs> Oh no! I'm gonna give it like I'm. I'm. Just, I'm expecting nine and a half crowns for this. I'll go nine. I was also gonna give it a nine. Yeah, we're, we're we're going really high with this. Going really high. Something I think we can all say we'll give ten crowns and much more over and over was AEW's tribute show. Oh my oh, god! Yeah. Fantastic. Oh yeah, it was. God. It was lovely. Fantastic. Couldn't, I mean, there's, there's not much more you can say. Dude, you had MJF yelling at a kid whose dad died. <laughs> yeah, MJF was a little much from time to time, but, like, I get it. <laughs> no, you, 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 you gotta save your character. You gotta get your heat. Yeah. He, got, he, he sold that kendo stick really well. He got the he heat. He gave that kid such a great pro wrestling moment. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. They did, they went above and beyond for, for John Hover's family. And it was really great to see. My favorite moment, uh, Rowan. Yes. That was fucking awesome. My favorite yeah. moment, Chris Jericho calling him Rowan when he's probably Rowan. not allowed to. Excalibur <laughs> would be like Red Beard. <laughs> oh my god, Chris Jericho. <laughs> Chris was fucking wasted during Brody Lee's entire tribute. He said the Bludgeon Brothers. He said Eric Rowan. He's like, I know him from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but like, it's Jericho. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> JR does it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was fantastic to see. Uh, video got out recently of Eddie Kingston's speech to the people to the people in the back. Um, and I mean, I can listen to Eddie Kingston talk to uh, Lego Block, and it'll probably be riveting. <laughs> to be completely freaking honest. Yeah, or a chocolate bar. Yeah. Or, a, yeah, or was, right. it, was it a cookie? Was it a cookie or a brownie or a chocolate bar? 
something like that. I don't know. Eddie Kingston can talk his face off. He's a, and it's I don't know. He just has a way with words. And if you watch BTE being the elite, he they do show the footage of his speech to the entire locker room. So I'm proud of Eddie Kingston. Uh, just for that speech, number one, number two, I'm proud that he's getting this moment in AEW and he's respecting the locker room that he's a locker room leader like he should be. He's a veteran. Yeah. He's been around veteran. for a while. And he's taking control of that locker room. And I'm I'm very proud of that. Um I'm surprised I got the interview that motherfucker. Like Eddie Kingston's a fantastic interview. Absolutely fantastic. Any other highlights from the AEW tribute show? That we missed? Uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, they're retiring the TNT design. Thank yes, you. they're getting a, they're, Darby's <laughs> getting a new belt. Yes, thank God. Thank God, just don't make it red. Just don't make it red. Tony Thomas said, create an excuse to get rid of this fucking thing. Here, kid. That's what I thought, too. And I'm like, that's fucked. I, I mean, mean it, it was it was It was pretty well done. Um, it was excellent. Overall... Their, their video package at the end needed some WWE uh, production, but that's it's neither here nor there. But it had oh, heart. Oh, nice. It had heart. It definitely had it heart. It did have heart, yeah. You know, I mean, we can go on about this, but it really, again, it's just, it's so sad. And the tributes are still going on. You guys see that mural that was made for him? Oh, the mural in England. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. I saw that, um, so, you know the gear that, so, that he's, Brody bought silver? Yeah. He's retiring and he's going to frame it in his house. Yeah. I, I don't blame him. Um, oh, uh, John Moxley's John Moxley's tribute in the, to, to start off the show was Beautiful. also excellent, even though you couldn't see his face. Yeah. Also, FTR is changing, I think, the Goodnight Express to Big Rig. Nice. CM Punk's donating all of his merch for the next month. So, so is Mick Foley. Oh, that's right. I have to buy a shirt. Mm-hmm. So is Mick Foley while he has so COVID. Mick. Yeah, get get better soon, Mick. Damn. Oh my god. Yeah, that was very fucking shocking. Um, you know, so yeah, hats off to AEW. I was like, seriously, hats off to them. That was fantastic. And they they deserved to have that moment uh for, for John yes. Huber. Yeah, absolutely deserved. Um and then across the pond, all the way across the pond, Wrestle Kingdom happened throughout the night. And from what I know, it was fantastic, and for, I didn't get a chance to watch Wrestle Kingdom yet. Uh, I'll definitely find it on the stream somewhere. From what I've noticed, it's all about Ibushi. Finally. Again. Hooray! Their Golden Star. Ibushi is now Champ Champ, because NJPW loves Champ Champs these days. Uh, he had a great match with Naito, I think, night one, and also another great stellar match with Jay White, Night two. Who is Jay White still part of the Bullet Club? Is is the Bullet Club still a thing? You know, I don't know. I genuinely don't know what's going on with the Bullet Club anymore. I just have their shirt in my closet. Just call it BTE. Blame the elite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for for that for that slow and painful death of the Bullet Club. Thanks, guys. Um, Will, are you actually going to watch Wrestle Kingdom at all? <laughs> no. I just, I just wanted to. Jump I, I didn't watch last year's. I'm not starting now, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched. The only thing I really watched of Wrestle Kingdom was um, the uh, Kenny Omega and what the fuck's his name? 
Was it Omega Jericho did you watch? No, it was Omega, like the, the six-star match classics, all of those. Oh, <laughs> Okada. Okada, yeah. I've watched like I watched like two of those. That's really all I watched of Wrestle Kingdom. I tried watching it years ago. I think it was eleven. Um with J when JR did commentary with uh Max yeah. Stryker. Yeah. I think I watched a good amount of that one, but I was like, I don't know, I don't I don't know what the fuck's going on here. <laughs> the, thing, the, thing with, the thing with Wrestle Kingdom is that you have to, you can't watch it in one sitting. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. There's a lot of words you don't know. It's very, it's a different experience when you're watching it. Because um, the crowd isn't naturally reacting to everything. You know, like I couldn't picture my Mark ass being in like a Wrestle Kingdom crowd. And I hear a chop and I'm like, whoa. Everybody looks at me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's a totally different crowd than what you're used to. So, um, which is which is good and bad. Um, and I I've, I've always wondered about that with uh, with wrestling in uh, in new in Japan and in New Japan. And Kay, maybe you can help me out with this okay, um, in particular, like. <laughs> How do you gauge reaction as a wrestler working in, in like, New Japan? Because, like, the crowd doesn't say much. I liked, because I read something on, I think it was Twitter, that in Japan they had requested they don't cheer with their mouths to, you know, contain the spread of COVID. Sure. So I, I find that very nice and respectful and interesting and something America's never going to do because we're never going to, and coronavirus, and we're never going to be out of this pandemic. Oh, goddamn freedom of speech. Um, no, I mean... <laughs> how dare they? <laughs> yeah. You asked how I could help. No, no, no. I, I was. I meant not just wrestle, not just oh, wrestle kingdom, oh, just like in general. Day, not me. No, 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 no. I was. I was asking you. I was talking about in general, like in a in the in like a Japan wrestling crowd. We're not as expressive <laughs> as like. Uh, a UK crowd or an American crowd are relatively more silent. Mm-hmm. And like my my question was like, how does how do you react as a wrestler to that? I think the other thing with their silence is J- Japan. I've noticed is so reverent of the sport. And I think if you wrestle in Japan, you know that the audience and the culture in general is very rev- reverent of wrestling. So I don't think. Like, I think you know if you're wrestling in Japan, like, you're not going to get the pop and the ego boost necessarily that you get at a WWE show because people yell fucking anything. <laughs> like, I remember, quick cyber, my first Raw, there was a guy two sections over, a little, like, he was, like, short, like, my height, dressed up as Roman Reigns. We were cheering for Tiny Roman for three hours. <laughs> As you should. Like, <laughs> amen, Kate. That's yeah, just yeah, not going to happen in Japan. <laughs> Tiny Roman. <laughs> yeah. This is the same day that um the ambulance happened with Braun and Roman. Same show. We oh, were, I was at that We one. were there. It was fun. Yeah, we were there. Yeah, I got fired that Monday. Did you really? Congratulations. No, that, that Tuesday. <laughs> nice. I got oh, let go of my job. Next day is Halloween. <laughs> Nice. Oh, memories, memories. But but yes, check out Wrestle Kingdom when you can at a at a streaming service near you. Um, just don't stream McGregor's comeback in UFC. 
according to Dana White. Anywho, um, let's wrap this show up a little bit. Match of the week, King of the Night, which we're actually going to track this year. So I probably should get a pen and paper and figure this out. Will Tarasak go? Match of the week is uh, Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre. You're King of the Night? Um, Teddy Long. <laughs> Honestly, I, I'm not gonna lie. When I heard Teddy Long's music, I got so excited. I was like, so, you, "You are the best used legend." <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, K Murphy, K um, Murphy. My match of the week is also Keith and Drew, and my King of the Night should be no surprise to any of you. Jeff Hardy. No. Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah, it's unanimous. It's matched. When I get married, I'm going to walk down the aisle to Goldberg's music. You can only do that, like, so, okay, when you get married, I want the full Goldberg experience. I want you to, like, I want someone to knock on the door. I want you to headbutt the door. I want you to walk out to security, but security be like your your um your your bridal party. Oh yeah. And then they separate in front of you, and like your significant other, whoever they may be, is waiting. And then you 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 come out and you approach, and then pyrotechnics go off, <laughs> and you're in the middle, and you're breathing the smoke, and then you do the Goldberg like punches and kicks yep. in the dress and everything. <laughs> yep, that's gonna be my wedding. <laughs> And I'm going to be your ring announcer as you approach your significant other. And Katie yes. to walk on the aisle is going, bah! <laughs> <laughs> Just totally scare your father. Yes. <laughs> dad's going to, dude, dad's going to be like waiting on the side, be like, could, could you stop moving? I want to walk you down the aisle. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. But anyway, my match of the week is unanimous. Uh, Keith Lee and, and Drew McIntyre, because anybody who can do a Spanish fly at 375 pounds deserves all the respect in the world. Um, my king of the night is Lacey Evans. Not for her and Ric Flair. For working Cardi B. <laughs> for working the absolute crap out of Cardi B. And I can't wait for Cardi B to show up at WrestleMania now, because that is going to be a shit show and a half. And I am here for that absolute madness. So yeah, Lacey Evans. I, I salute you, Lacey. Dave's favorite wrestler ever in WWE. <laughs> Throw back. <laughs> oh, man. He's probably still mad at her. Let's give me a shiver. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else we missed in wrestling? I think we covered it all, right? Yeah, we're I good. hope so. It's 10 o'clock. <laughs> you know what that means. So anywho, folks... Oh, Let's kick off this new year the right way and we'll cue that music, sir. Oh, 
Oh, of course we didn't forget about Dre. You better get well soon, motherfucker. You are a fantastic talent uh, for the music world. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kings of the Rings podcast episode number 229, the Gold Rush, and maybe even the Goldberg Rush. Happy New Year, Goldberg's still here. I am your host, King Ricky Rose. You can find me at Ambassador the Bigs across all social media outlets. Kings of the Rings podcast, KOTR underscore podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, like, share, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, especially if you're listening to us on iTunes, that helps us out more than you can ever think. Uh, you're listening to us on Wrestle Addict Radio and follow Wrestle Addict Radio's um, social media at Addict underscore Wrestle on Twitter and Wrestle Addict Radio on Facebook and Instagram. If this first week is what wrestling is going to be about all year, fucking I'm here for it. I'm here for a long ride, folks. Most of our links and everything else is in the description below. Well, did you forget about Dre? No, never. It's fucking Dr. Dre. How do you, how do you forget about Dr. Dre? You'll never forget about Dre. Never. I'm still I'm still waiting on the Chronic 3. The Chronic 2, whatever the fuck it is. Still waiting on it. It's, it's, it's called Detox. Detox. It's, it's oh, called Detox. I thought that was Eminem. Okay. No, well, Will, no, no. Will Tarasik, ladies Didn't and gentlemen. Did Eminem do that, too? Yeah, two times. T's and Thomas. A-R-A-S-H. E-U-K. You know to find me by now. Jesus. I know my hippity hop. The hips and the hops and the they they like hip hop. The hip hop, a hip hop hippity hero don't stop and boogie. Hey Murphy, who's your favorite rapper? I'm gonna get in trouble. Well, who's your favorite rapper? Eminem. That's fine. Respect. He's 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 my number two out of respect. But Jay Z's a close second. I don't know. How dare you? Me? I hate Jay Z. I love Jay Z. Stop but, like, it. I Stop always it, hate sir. saying that, like, like I am not. I don't feel any shame about having Eminem be my favorite rapper, but like, I just seem so Caucasian when I say that. It's fine. It happens. We we all know it. Yeah. But you can find me being very white across all social media at the K Murphy. T H E K A E Murphy. I want to listen to the Eminem show now. I, I, I bet you do. I, bet I you. love that album. With, the, with, those, album. with those hard dance moves that you have out there. Oh my Excuse goodness. Me? Yes, yeah, please. I, I try. And try as you may. Something. I have to go just, like, walk dance after this. Uh, exactly. Don't don't hurt yourself. Stretch beforehand, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> when we come back next week, we are going to review New Year's Evil, even though we just already watched it before you listen to this shit. Uh, Goldberg's probably still going to be a thing. AEW gets back into the swing of things from Miami, and. <laughs> the fallout of whatever else is going to happen in the world of wrestling. Get better soon, Dre. This has been Kings of the Rings Podcast. Goodbye. Good night. Happy New Year. <laughs> oh yeah, and fuck you, Slack.